Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Something to Think About podcast. This month we are looking on the topic financial ambush. So the idea is you're going about your regular business, everything is working okay and all is well and balanced only to get an unexpected situation that throws off your finances and your budget and everything and unexpected situation, unexpected financial um, situations that come that is out of your control. So we're talking about rising taxes, in increasing interest rates that increase your payments and several other things. Um, so we're going, we're looking on that this month. So our core scripture is from Proverbs 22 verse 7 and it says, The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. So what we're going to be paying close attention to this month is really the practices and the mindset and the behaviors of not only financial institutions, but business people in general. So there are a group of business people that they have a certain type of practice and mindset and just want you to be aware of these practices so that you don't get caught in these traps. So this week we're going to look at definition of what exactly does the Bible describe as financial ambush. So the first, there are two reasons. Number one is your inability to pay your debt. So a financial ambush is a situation that pushes you in a place where you're, you, it, it is way more than you can handle. And the Prophet Nehemiah kind of give a, um, an example of this in Nehemiah 5, verse 5. And it says, We have the same flesh and blood as our relatives. Our children are just like theirs. Yet we have to force our sons and daughters to become slaves. Some of our daughters have already become slaves. But we can't do anything else when our fields and vineyards belong to others. In this situation being described by the prophet Nehemiah is putting into a perspective of changing terms. So we talked talk earlier, um, the latter part of the verse mentioned that we can't do anything when our fields belong to others. So when you're perfect example that can match the situation is your vehicle in terms of your car payment. So if you're a driver, you own a car and you have a payment on that car with the bank, the bank can change the terms of their financing. And one of the terms that they can change, I usually go up, sometimes never go down, but it depends on the type of loan that you have is the interest rate on the payment that you have. So for example, say your interest rate at the moment is say 3% for five years. And within that five-year period, you've gone through one year, no problem. And in year number two, for some strange reason, the interest rate in the economy, overall, the central bank rises the interest rate to a certain 
number, which maybe move it from 3% to say 5. You usually don't have, uh, if you say 5, right? It's 5, for example. And if you're paying a certain amount on your um, car payment, and these figures I'm quoting is in Jamaican dollars, so you're paying $25,000 a month for your car payment um, at 3%. With a five, with the interest rate moving from three to five, your car payments usually will move from the twenty-five, say, sometimes up to thirty, thirty-five. And I've seen the situation where recently a gentleman had a mortgage payment on a loan, um, and he was paying twenty-seven thousand dollars a month. This is Jamaican. And everything was going fine. Interest rate changed. I don't know exactly how much the interest rate shifted to um, in that in that particular instance. But his payment moved from twenty-seven thousand to thirty-six thousand Jamaican dollars. And if your income hasn't changed along with the interest rate, you'll be in a position where no, you already agreed to the terms of the contract, the loan terms, and you sign that agreement. But now with the change in interest rate now, you are now placed in a position where your budget now it comes under, is no more strenuous because your payments has gone up and now you are in a position where if your income is, is still the same, you're in a position now where you have to find the extra money to pay the loan. And if you're pushing a position where these changes by the, these financial institutions in this example can cause you to be in a position where you're not just simply not able to pay. Another example that this can cause is that a health crisis where say for instance, a family member gets a heart attack, but they're okay, did not die but they recovered from the heart attack but somehow they have to do a surgery and say that surgery costs 1.7 million dollars life-saving surgery would you be able to find that 1.5 million dollars to do the surgery the same period when this unexpected health crisis came so this is what we're talking about when it comes down to a financial ambush where you're in a position where the situation, the circumstances change and you're not able to meet that expectation financially because of the size of the demand. This could be in a health situation. This could be in a regular financial situation. This could be school related where the price has gone up, but it's gone up beyond where you are able to manage. So it's moving the numbers. So that's one where that is, that is classified as a financial ambush. According to Solomon, though, the second type of financial ambush we want to talk about in this episode is literally business people oppressing the poor for profit. So according to Proverbs 22, verse 16, Solomon says that oppressing the poor for profit are giving the rich, giving to the rich certainly leads to poverty. So we are looking now on financial ambush where 
the poor is being oppressed and this is not only from business persons this could be from employers this could be the government practices this could be the church in terms of how they go about doing their their programs um, there's a number of things that we can examples that we can pull from in terms of oppression and in the, from of the poor but to be very practical let's just look on those two in terms of as a consumer doing business with a business owner and also from the employee employer perspective here's an example of a individual working at a company for, for a number of years in various capacities only to, for the hr to explain to the person that they have been being underpaid from for their tenure in the organization and then they're only going to be paid for one of the 10 years for example that their communication and no you are working hard being your job everything is fine you get your regular pay you don't have a problem you go through only to be communicated that you're being underpaid so no this is a situation nowhere you are you can be working for an organization and you're not getting your right compensation there's a lot of talk going around in terms of the entertainment industry where women are not paid um, accordingly to their male counterparts and then now there's a whole idea of some um, race gets better compensated in the entertainment industry compared to another race and these are conversations that actually happen where you are very talented you have an impact on the end product but you're not being compensated accordingly and this can be an issue and that's also another way that you can be ambushed financially and solomon was explaining that yo this is this thing can lead to poverty because if you're not being compensated properly you'll not be able to meet your needs and also you are showing that the person that you're working for is undervaluing you the other way in which outside of the workplace where you as a consumer can be ambushed financially is changing terms when you're transacting business with some people so we're talking about you ask for a service and even though the person quotes you a price all of our so for instance you carry your car to a mechanic and the mechanic says it's five thousand dollars to the general service and when he was checking on um Mark in, you ask him to do general service. Then, no, something else is added. Oh, realize that this was out, that was out, that needs to be fixed, that, 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 and a whole list of other things that comes up that um, they're asking you to pay for because they fix it. Um, this can now be an oppressive practice. Sometimes, um, another example is products. You can buy them online, say, a shirt costs $10 online. You see the same shirt in the store. And the fact that you, you can be, you can get it now as opposed to wait for the delivery. You realize that the, instead of the shirt costs 10 it costs um, cost $20 or 25 And the reality is business owners can overcharge for products that they sell. And... As we look further into the series, we can realize why they do such things. But the reality is to look out for these things. And this is now 
when the business owner in their mind oppressing the poor for profit being the overcharge just to get as much money as possible um, for sometimes even an a very cheap commodity service or the service quality is not all that great but they're charging a premium price and this is oppressive and can be financial ambush as well because you are looking for value for your money but at the end of the day you don't get that because of the cost involved to access certain services so here's something to think about are based on what is happening in the economy are you under financial ambush based on these changes? And based on your experience as a consumer, have you ever been ambushed by a business owner? And if you have, what are you going to do about it next time? Anyway, these are some things to think about until we meet again. I'm Andre Palmer. God bless and one love. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, please share this episode with a friend.